With me today is graduate student and CRW employee, Rachel Maynard. She used to be a co-host for um, Beyond the Line, so welcome back. I'm really excited to have you here yeah, and just kind of repeat um, this little chapter for you. Yeah, so I'm excited to be back. Um, so if any of you have listened to our first season of Beyond the Lines, you've got the pleasure of listening to me talk for a whole season. Yeah. So <laughs> here I am back again. And we're going to talk about um, well-being coaching, which is something that you are very involved in yeah. and it's a resource available to our students and something that's not really um, known about, I think, but you guys are pushing it and I think it's a really important cause. So I want to shed a little more light on Absolutely. that because it is something that is available to our students, especially, I mean, always, but these are these are tough trying times. So, right. Um, if you want to give me a little more information about what exactly is available to our students um, right now. Yeah. So well-being coaching is a new service that we offer through Campus Recreation and Wellness. And when you first kind of start this process, um, you get partnered with a coach and we work on coming up with goals to help you create self-directed and long-lasting change. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people, I think, don't know a whole lot about what health coaching is. Yeah. So the way that I kind of describe that is if you think about when you go to the doctor, you mm -hmm. go to the doctor one or two times a year and your doctor is like, okay, maybe you should try this by the next time I see you. Maybe you should lose this amount of weight by the next time I see you. And then you don't see your doctor again until the next time you go back. Um, and yeah. then when you go back, they're like, okay, so how did it go with that goal? And you never talk to them in between. You never interact with them at all. That's so and funny you say that because I I just went through something. I'm actually avoiding going back because I'm like, I don't know if I'm where I need to be. And I right. almost, I'm like, I need another week or so to like get me to that point. Yeah. Because you don't talk to anyone. Right. Period. They're just yeah. like, well, you need to do this and then send you on your way and hope that you know how to do that or hope yeah. that you know why that's important. Um, so a health coach or a well-being coach is almost like an additional layer of support. Gotcha. So. Um, if your goal is, if your doctor tells you that, you know, you need to lose this amount of weight in the next year, mm -hmm. um, you may work with a coach to figure out how you're going to lose that weight, um, uh, figure out what mm -hmm. works for you to help you get to that goal. Um, but it's, I want to point out that it's not specifically just about like weight loss or healthy eating. Um, there's a lot that you can work with a coach on. Gotcha. Gotcha. What And what inspired, I guess, the beginning of health coaching? Because I know this hasn't always been a resource that's been available to students from CRW. So were you here from the very beginning of kind of the, that, the beginning of this project? Yes. So mm -hmm. actually, this, the talks of having health coaching or well-being coaching as a service for ECU students has been in the works for a really long time, even before I was a part of this process. Gotcha. Um, however, I have yeah. been a part of the process as far as implementing what we're doing now. Um, the conversations before were more about the planning stages of right. what curriculum we would use and mm -hmm. all of that. So I have been a big part of implementing it. And 
I think what ultimately inspired us to bring well-being coaching to students is it's just really hard as a college student to take yeah. care of yourself. It's really hard to stay well. Yeah. Um, as college students, we have a million things that we have to deal with. Um, and it's hard to hold yourself accountable. Like you're right. already trying to stay on top of everything else that the last thing I want to do is maybe cook a healthy meal when I can just grab right. a McChicken on the way home or and something. And also <laughs> I think a big part of it is, you know, as a college student, you – move from your parents' house most of the time. You know, yep. you're moving you're moving from a place where maybe you had to cook meals or yeah. do laundry, that sort of thing. But traditionally, it's more of like what your family wanted and kind of more of your family's habits. Mm -hmm. And you're used to that consistency right. your entire life. It's been 18 years of right. mom and then, cooks or something. You know, for... I don't know how many of our listeners are from North Carolina, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, from being in North Carolina, if you, you know, my experience was that my family didn't eat super healthy. So okay. yeah. um, when I got to college, I kind of brought some of the habits mm -hmm. that I was used to from growing up and just different things that I'd kind of done over time based on like what I learned growing up. Because that's my all family. you know. Right. Yeah. And then... I think that learning process of, yeah. of what healthy is supposed to look like, which obviously healthy is different for every single person, mm -hmm. which is a whole different conversation yeah. that we could have. <laughs> um, but ultimately, I think that it's hard for college students to kind of navigate mm -hmm. being healthy and navigate that process because, you know, we do have a lot going on. We do. We have school and a lot of students have jobs or yeah. extracurriculars and being able to manage that while also learning how to be yeah. healthy or how to start your health and wellness journey can be really difficult. So well-being coaching was kind of brought to campus to be an additional resource yeah. to help us serve students and mm -hmm. help students through their health and wellness journey. And create some sort of structure and add, add that balance and I guess, teach how to self-teach. Um, yeah. And you're saying all of this, and I feel like reflecting, it was definitely hard to figure out what sort of structure worked for me. Mm -hmm. And being able to go to class and go into work and, like, kind of figuring it out, knowing when to implement that time, like, okay, I have to go get groceries, mm -hmm. I have to meal prep on Sunday so I don't have to worry about it the rest of the week. And I did have my set schedule, with things are how they are now with classes being online like I don't know <laughs> if I didn't work like as a freshman I don't know if I would know how to add any sort of structure mm -hmm. when I don't have to get out of my house to go to class right you know so I, I really feel like this could be beneficial at least to just check in with someone yeah. and like how are you yeah like are you taking care of yourself or absolutely I know that I've kind of spent a lot more time talking about more of like healthy eating and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But health coaches can absolutely assist with stress management yeah. or um, time management. Um, I think stress management is a big one. There's, mm -hmm. you know, we have a whole curriculum and there's a whole chapter dedicated on yeah. how to help people manage their stress and different ways to do that. Um, so I definitely think, you know, if you – feel like you're kind of overwhelmed and feeling stressed out and you don't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. Health coaching could be a good resource. Um, 
even if, you know, our role is just connecting you with other resources. Um, We can connect you to resources or we can help you kind of figure that out on our own, on like between the coach and the client sort of thing. Yeah. I know um, on the website for, um, for wellbeing coaching and how people can sign up um, mentioning aside from like healthy eating and healthy habits, um, it was mentioned that health coaching can help with anxiety, sleep, nutrition, as you mentioned, relationship, fitness, study, school, goal setting, chronic disease, time management, food insecurities. It's a lot. Like when mm-hmm. it's, I didn't even think about any of this until I, I saw it and I was like, wow, these are very real issues for a lot of people. Yeah. And so that's, I, I think it's great that this resource is available because college is a lot yeah, <laughs> and it's not easy. So these sessions are are the sessions free? How many sessions can people go to? Yeah, so the sessions are free and they mm-hmm. are about an hour long. Um, and we, as of right now, we don't have a set number of sessions gotcha. that can be completed. Yeah, um, it's just based on what you need. Mm-hmm. So that's the really great thing about health coaching is you're in the driver's seat as the client. Yeah. You're always in the driver's seat. Um health coaching, a health coach will never tell you what you should do, what you need to do, or what they think you could do. Um, it's always about you and what you need and how the health coach can help support you in the best way possible. So Mm -hmm. if you are feeling like you need an hour session, then that's great. If you feel like you just need a 30 minute session to check in with somebody and kind of just hold yourself accountable, then we can do that too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how I can, I've been trying to get myself to work out mm-hmm. since the beginning of the semester and it's just, it happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it happened yesterday. <laughs> so that's a good start. That is good. <laughs> um, so what, what is starting that process look like? Um, yeah. How can students reach out and get in touch with you guys to maybe start up sessions or just have that initial um, meeting? Yeah. So we have the we have a referral form on yeah. our website and um referral can it's kind of a broad term so most mm-hmm. of the mo- the most common type of referral that we get is a self referral where students decide they would like health coaching and so they fill out the referral form themselves gotcha. um and at, at some point in time we're hoping that the student health center and the counseling center could also refer students for health coaching um, if they feel that that would be a good service for them. So um, either way, regardless of the type of referral, the same form is completed. So um, once you complete the form, we have someone from our wellness and fitness team reach out to schedule a session with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first conversation is, just gathering availability and kind of letting you know what that session will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, the first session you do have to, prior to the first session, you have to do a little bit of paperwork. Yeah. Um, but that's just so that we kind of have an idea of what your goals are yeah. um, and kind of what your life looks like, what your what you want out of health coaching. All of that stuff is kind of completed in the initial paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll schedule the first session with you, and it goes on from there. It goes from there. Yep. Are students meeting with other students, or is it a, um, like, 
CRW faculty? Does it just kind of depend? Right now, they are just meeting with full-time staff and gotcha. graduate assistants. So everyone that meets with students as a health coach has to be certified as a health coach. So yes. um, there's a whole health coach certification. You guys aren't just like right. being it's a not pen just pal. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm healthy, so I'm a health coach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to spend a lot of time studying, a lot of time studying for my health coaching exam. Yes, you're ACE certified. Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah. So all of our health coaches are ACE certified health coaches, and we have a prep course every semester yes. to yes. train other students um, in the curriculum so that they can sit down for their exam and Isn't be like a 16 prepared. week training? It is. It's, yes. Yeah. So we started the week of, oops. Um, <laughs> we started the week of August 24th and we, um, theoretically would have finished, uh, on November 16th, but we decided to extend it one more week. So we actually Good. have gone another week. I teach the prep course as well. Um, yeah. so we, um, are going another week to do a comprehensive mm -hmm. review so that everybody yeah. feels really comfortable to take their exams. How did you like um, learning, I guess, how to be a, a health coach? It's or actually really interesting. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. So I feel like for myself, I really just value health and wellness, and it's right. been a part of my life for a really long time. So for me, it was really interesting to learn that there were names for things that I'm doing. Okay. Um, so, like, we use motivational interviewing a whole lot in health coaching. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times just in normal conversation, I find myself reflecting what people say or mm -hmm. um, summarizing what people say. And as I was studying for health coaching, I learned that there's actual terms and there's actual types of reflections and types of summaries. Um, and I think the most important thing is you really just learn how to take a step back Mm -hmm. And and be a guide for somebody. Yeah. Not it really teaches you to take off the expert hat. Um, yeah. Because a lot of times, I I feel like when we go to a doctor or something like that, we're expecting them to have all the answers, and we're expecting them to just tell us what to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that that can kind of make it more intimidating because I would say so. they don't explain yeah. why you need to be doing these things. You mm -hmm. just need to be exercising or you need to be eating these foods or you need to be managing your stress. And they don't tell you why that's important. And you can't tell them why it's hard or why you think this might be challenging or like you said, they you see them at the beginning and you see them at the end, but mm -hmm. there's no real like I can't call my doctor every day. Just right. Like, yeah. But it wouldn't be inappropriate for you to call your health coach Correct. every day. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's a, it's a really cool position to be in um, hmm. as a health coach because you do get to still help people mm -hmm. be healthy, um, which I think when most people think of jobs where you can help people be healthy, you think of doctors, nurses, that type of thing. And you don't really think of somebody who is kind of like an in-between. Yeah. Um, and almost like an accountability partner is, Absolutely. <laughs> is kind yeah. of what it feels like. But in a different type of way than like, oh, did you meditate today? Or, oh, did you eat? Mm -hmm. Did you drink your three cups of water today? <laughs> um, no, I did not. You know, <laughs> like, like it, it's different. 
than that type of accountability partner. Yeah. Um, it's what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. You know, do you need me to check in with you? Do you want me to hold you accountable? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's whatever you feel like you need and whatever you feel like would be the best way yeah. to get there. And a lot of times health coaching is figuring that out because yeah. the reason that we're coming to somebody for help is because we don't know how to get where we want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's absolutely okay to to need that help or just yeah. to even recognize that like, hey, I'm not where I need to be. I don't know how to reach my full potential like you can tell me that I have potential all I want but I don't know necessarily how to get there and some people don't have that mentorship right which I think we're very fortunate as employees of CRW like we have supervisors that genuinely care Mm -hmm. you know um I have parents that I know care right I have roommates that I know care but I especially in college it's sometimes you really are all alone and you don't know where to get that help so even like you said even if it's just a a friend or an accountability coach like that can really help Mm -hmm. like just having someone say like good job and what else do you need right and I I think also as you know because I think if you do have a solid support system it's easy to enlist those people yeah but they're not objective to you yeah you know they they know Mm -hmm. you know if if you tell your best friend that you know well, I'm supposed to be eating healthy, but last night I ate a bag of chips. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, whatever did you, like, did you even try? Or, you yeah. know, then they're, they're... It's a different response because they know you. They right. Know you on a they know you level. and yeah. they don't, you know, they don't... They know, they know your limits. They know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. They know... They know more about you yeah. than a health coach would. So it's more of... And their response where, you know, if they respond to you in a way that's kind of like well, what else did you do? Like, yeah. did you just sit on your couch and eat chips all night? You know, yeah. that, sounds mo- <laughs> that sounds more of an attack from our friend yeah. than if your health coach says, you know, well, you said you ate a bag of chips last night. What did that look like? What else were you doing? Yeah. Like, um, why, why did you, why did you break your goal. It's a different kind of an accountability and it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's right. You're telling me this for a reason. So. Right. And not that, not that your friends would always judge you, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I do think that there's more of, it's not as an objective mindset. Correct. Um, yeah. They don't, they're, it's not their job to be objective. No. Whereas a health coach, your it's your job to be objective. Mm-hmm. It's your role to be that outside person to not have an opinion about it it's right all right well how can I help you right not do that next time maybe right exactly (laughs) that's awesome what would you say are some of the benefits especially from your experience um learning how to be a health coach getting certified working with other students and now talking about it um just very like organically what are some of the benefits or that could potentially really benefit another student from enrolling in this or even maybe becoming a health coach yeah I well first I'm biased um this is like (laughs) my whole life right now and I absolutely love it um Mm -hmm. I think the biggest benefit is you're as a client you're always in in control Mm -hmm. um you know whatever we do in health coaching sessions is completely up to you and whatever you need um and it's never it's always, it's always, always, always about you. And it's always about helping you find what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a conversation with somebody 
a couple weeks ago. And it's really hard. I will tell you this. It's really hard being a health coach and not health coaching your friends. Um, (laughs) It is really hard and you have to know when to take off your friend hat and when to put on your health coaching hat and when to take off your health coaching hat and be your friend. Um, But one of my friends was talking to me about exercise and over the summer I wasn't working. So I had a really, really, really structured workout routine. Awesome. And, but now (laughs) with, with school and work and an internship and just, this season that we're in in (laughs) Um, it is really hard to have a structured workout so my workout is usually um three 10 minute dance parties broken up throughout my day (laughs) I like that I need to schedule that in yeah so I put but I think it's like as a health coach that would be you know if you tell me that I know that I need to exercise Mm -hmm. but I absolutely hate running you don't have to run no you can dance yeah. Because that's what works for you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my exercise right now is... Three minutes. Three, three, well, three, it, comes out, minutes. <laughs> it comes out to be 30 three minutes minute. of exercise, but yeah. it's broken up into 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. technically, by definition, I still meet my Result. recommended guidelines for exercise. So um, I think that is just... That. Yeah. yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's just... And that's like what I mean when I say that like it puts you in the driver's seat because if something is one of the first questions that you would ask as a health coach is what's Mm -hmm. worked for you before um and what hasn't worked for you before because if you've tried to lose weight and running doesn't work for you Mm -hmm. then we're not going to run we know that that doesn't work we know that you don't like it um if you've tried healthy eating and you know, you absolutely hate meal prepping. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's figure something else out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never, we would never say, you know, well, meal prepping is the best way to make sure that you eat healthy because that's the expert opinion. That's right? the expert. That's the yeah, that's the expert mm-hmm. opinion. That's the, that's not the coach. That's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's somebody telling you this is how this is. Whereas mm-hmm. a coach is more of meeting you where you are. You know, if you're yeah. in a place where, you can meal prep and you enjoy meal prepping, then we'll figure that out. If you're in a place where you absolutely hate that, then we'll figure that out too. And we'll figure out together what works for you. You start that conversation. Right. That's awesome. And those, these, they're important to have. And like I said, um, sometimes you have someone you can talk to about it. Sometimes you don't, but why do you think students maybe are very hesitant to either initiate that conversation and, whether that be about eating or mental health mm-hmm. or any hardship that 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 just a hardship of recognizing that they might need help, you know. I think a lot of it is related to the stigma of needing help. Yeah. Um, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, somewhere down the line, somebody created this concept that needing help makes you weak weak <laughs> or less of a person mm-hmm. and that's not true at all mm-hmm. um i think that it takes it makes you a lot stronger of a person to ask for help um yeah. it's not a sign of weakness it's mm-hmm. not i think that you know if you can recognize when you need help and get that help that takes a lot more strength than knowing that you need help and not asking for it. Yeah. Um, 
Pride gets you nowhere. Right. And yeah. it, it's, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to say yeah. that, you know, I have all of this going on and I just don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, especially as college students, you know, you're as a college student, you kind of come up, you come into this role and you're assumed to be a young adult. And I say assumed <laughs> because, no, <seriously. laughs> because, because people expect you to have everything together. Isn't that ridiculous? Um, and it is because yeah. it, honestly, when I was 18 starting college as an undergraduate, um, I was going to be a physical therapist and that was like my, my life plan. You all, I'm getting my master's in social work and it's not the same. So at all, yeah. right. Completely different, different, completely different. So if you would have asked me what I'm going to do with the rest of my life when I'm 18 or even 20, yeah. I still wouldn't have had an accurate or no. even good answer for you. Um, and I think that the idea that it's we're crazy. supposed to know what we're doing yeah. and know how mm-hmm. to adult, um, no. you know, I didn't know anything about credit cards. or yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. You're telling me that I have, like, someone's guidance for the first 18 years of my life and I'm supposed to figure it out in the next four years right. by myself. Right. No. Yeah. And I think just that, that notion that like we have to have it all together or be able to figure out how to have it all together. Yeah. I think that makes it really hard to talk about needing help in any yeah. capacity, whether you need help for mental health or you need help with physical health, any of those things I think are, yeah. are impacted by that idea that we're supposed to have it all together. Oh, yeah. And, and there's been many times where I'm like, he- both hesitant and not hesitant to ask for help because I'm like, I'm very much in a sink or swim situation every right. day of my life. <laughs> um, I'm just going to sink today and figure it out later. Right. But how, how am I going to get back up and keep going? And yeah. I mean, it's just, And I, I think help. one thing yeah. that just like we could all try to do just as people, it's something that I've tried to do. If you notice when mm-hmm. your friends ask you for help, most of the time they're going to preface with, I'm really sorry to ask this of you. Or, they apologize. They apologize. They yeah. apologize. And I had I meditate, and I've been meditating yeah. for years, and I had a friend reach out to me a few months ago, and they were like, I'm really sorry that I've been kind of distant lately, mm-hmm. and was apologizing for like feeling like they were bothering me. And I was like, please don't ever apologize to me for asking for help. Like I'm your friend and this is what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. So I think if we can just find a way to normalize needing help um, and maybe that taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah. You don't owe anybody for help. Um, Uh And, and even when our friends ask us for help, if we notice that they're apologizing, make sure they know that they don't have to do that and try to normalize that conversation because I think it starts small. It Change starts small. You know, we can't. As it's not is, an inconvenience to your friends. Right, yeah. right. And your friends really are there to help you. They're part of your support system. And mm-hmm. if they make you feel bad about needing help, then Bye. are they really your friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that, you know, just knowing that it's okay to not be okay and mm-hmm. normalizing that conversation when people when people reach out to you for help or if you find yourself needing help. Yeah. Making like 
set the example for people under you Mm -hmm. or for people around you. Um, And just as much as we can try to normalize it, because I think that that would make that would open the doors and make people feel more comfortable for reaching out and asking for help, whether it's from a friend, from a health coach, from a counselor or whatever it is. Yeah, that's awesome. Even if it's just like utilizing this resource to help you open up that conversation with your friends. Right. Just to start the conversation somehow. And even if you don't want to sign up for um, well-being coaching, there are other resources on the website where you can find the referral form and stuff like that. And that's the well-being resources. I just said that, obviously, but (laughs) it's different resources for students and employees. You just have links to either the counseling center or the library, stuff like that. Um, Were you a part of kind of putting that together for Um, students and employees? I wasn't necessarily a part of, well, especially not like the actual module thing. I didn't have much to do with that. Yeah. I have been for a while um, kind of compiling different resources on campus, but most of these resources are our different campus partners. So they have kind of enlisted themselves mm-hmm. to be a well-being resource. And that's kind of where they came from. So just resources for, and I see uh, ECU Academic Advising, the LGBTQ Center, yep. ECU Dining Services. So a little bit of everything that we have for free for students. Yeah. <laughs> so take advantage of it because... There's a lot, there's a ton of resources for students. And I think that there's a ton of resources that you kind of hear about, but you don't realize all that they do for you. Mm -hmm. So I think this, the link that's on our website gives you a good kind of insight to the different services that each resource provides. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like the Academic Success Center and the Career Center. I've used that and it's, I mean, it's kind of life-saving to be honest because they helped me set up my resume because you can think you know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about until you actually go and they tell you no. (laughs) But here's how you can improve and make it better. Right. And like the the Career Center, Mm -hmm. like me personally, I didn't know that you could just send them your resume online. You can do that? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you can just you could upload your resume and... They'll send you back notes. And they'll send you... Yeah. And then there's another... I need to do that. I haven't uploaded my resume... Or not uploaded. There's another... Updated my resume in about a year. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's another thing through the library where, like, you can upload your paper and they'll send you... Um, Edits? Yeah. It's the... So I don't. It's like the just writing have to center. Use Grammarly. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they have like an online option, so you can mm-hmm. go through the writing center's website and upload your paper. I've actually used that before. That's yeah, awesome. and they send it to you. So you just have to have like your paper uploaded by the time that you sign up for. Yes. And then by the time your session is over. Gotcha. Because you sign up for like hour time slots. And then right. by the time your your session is over, they send you your paper with all of the edits. That's wonderful. Yeah. Especially now. But <laughs> if anything, this will teach me how to how to not procrastinate because I, I am the person that will turn in something the day before because I'm taking advantage of my time. But yeah. if I can get that extra help, Especially with everything being online and not really knowing what to do or where to go. That's an awesome resource. Yeah. And there's more resources like that on our website. Yeah. (laughs) So just Google Wellbeing Coaching ECU CRW and it'll take you straight to the link where you can find um, 
the referral forms and more information, um, of course, resources for students and faculty staff. So that is all on our website. Um, Rachel, is there anything that we might have missed or anything that you would like to add about health? Uh, I mean, sorry, <laughs> while being coaching and your experience as a health coach and yeah, I think the last, the one thing that I just want to kind of make sure that we're hitting home on is mm -hmm. this is a free resource yes. for students, mm -hmm. faculty, and staff. And nothing bad will come of checking yeah. it out. So if it's something that, you know, you think you might be interested in, check out, check it out. Look at the website, see if yeah. it's something that you could benefit from. You can even call our office. Um, Everybody that health coaches people, we all love it. We all yeah. love working with people. We want to help you. So come see us. Um, we genuinely love our job. We love what we do. We love helping people become the healthiest and best versions of themselves. So if that's something that you're looking for, come see us. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're interested in becoming a, a well-being coach. Yeah. Every semester, right? At the yes, beginning. Yes. And I could, that could be a whole nother episode. Of on course. <laughs> <laughs> being a well-being coach. But it's definitely a great, um, great thing to have, yeah. on, especially like having that certification um, opens up a lot of doors for you, yeah. especially if you're like, for me, I'm getting my master's in social work, but also I have a lot of, I have the, my health coaching certification. So it kind of allows me to be able to combine those two things. That's awesome. Um, so I definitely recommend checking it out if you have a passion for helping people um, or if you just like to learn more about health and wellness, check it out. Um, we do a prep course every semester. Yeah. And I teach it. So come hang out with me. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely um, see what you guys are all about. And yeah, thank you so much, Rachel, yeah, for joining me today. I really enjoyed learning more about um, well-being coaching. There is a lot more to it than yeah. I initially thought. So There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for clarifying everything. And you guys, seriously, if if you ever need any help or if you really just don't know how to get your head back on your shoulders these are trying times these are tough times as i said before so there's absolutely no shame in not knowing how to start where to go and um if you need help we're here for you so absolutely thank you rachel thank um, you yeah we'll see you next time then it's <laughs> right. nice to have you back and um i hope you've enjoyed being back of course on it was a good beyond time. the lines <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you guys we'll see you next time